Hey, boss and bitches. Welcome back to another episode of Drinks After Work with your favorite hosts, girls, side hosts, pieces, whatever you want to call us, Abby and Shannon. Nice to see you guys again. You did it again. What? You said Abby and Shannon. It's Shannon and Abby. Why does it have to be Shannon and Abby? Um, there are rules in life. It's just like Sometimes a weird, you just have to follow them. I feel like that's just like a weird thing that you have. It is, but it's okay. <laughs> if you're new here, make sure you guys follow us on social media. It's at drinksafterwork underscore on Instagram and then on TikTok at drinksafterwork no underscore. If you're a Boston baddie, if you're a girl living in the Boston area looking to make new friends, looking for new drink recommendations, join our private Facebook group. We have over 3,000 girls that are looking to do just that and you should become a Boston baddie today. Yes, sign up today. <laughs> I know, that's where I was going. I honestly feel like it was literally yesterday that we were here and it's because it basically was yesterday. Yeah, that we, were here. we are recording twice this week because uh, Miss Girl over here is traveling next week. You're traveling too, though. Not on Monday. Yeah, true, true. Well, so, okay, I um, I'm actually have like a 9 p.m. bedtime tonight because I'm going to Chicago at like four in the morning, Gross. taking a flight, coming back on Sunday, and then I have a work trip to. To Wisconsin. You have back-to-back trips. I have a work trip to Wisconsin on Monday, which I'm That's, coming back on Wednesday. What the hell's in Wisconsin? I don't know. But mm. there's like five of us going there, so it'll be something. Yeah. Well, we just couldn't leave you guys hanging with nothing next week, so we're back in the studio, and today we have a guest. We haven't had a guest in a minute, and for those of you watching on YouTube, you probably see this dude just chilling right next to us. He so happens to be our friend. Yeah, you also are probably wondering why we look like a... Um, JV soccer cone? team. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so he brought in these shirts for us to wear, and we'll get to that later. But we just wanted to represent. <laughs> I was like, Abby, we look like we were picked last. <laughs> Like in high school sports to play soccer. <laughs> Honestly, it's kind of bringing back nostalgic vibes of like when I used to, you know, go to gym class. I know. I'm actually a little bloated, so I'm not mad about it either. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we've been wanting to have one of our good friends on the podcast for a while. And we were trying to figure out who we wanted. And we finally decided we were going to choose Zach as our first like actual friend to come on here like prior to doing um, Big Night in the podcast um, because he's single. So we thought that would be great. No, that's (laughs) that's not the only reason why, but he is in fact single. He is single. For those of you wondering. I'm ready to mingle. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) So this is Zach Icardi. It sounds like iCarly, but it's iCardi. Icardi. With a D. D is in dog. D is in dog. That's it. (laughs) So yeah, this one's gonna be a little fun. We're gonna talk to him a little bit. Um, the the real reason that we had him on is because he actually specializes in a bunch of different areas. He has three different stream, streams of re- income. That Ladies, he, three streams of income. Yeah, three revenue streams. So they think you're supposed to do that by the time you're thirty. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, so he's gonna talk a little bit about what he kind of specializes in, what he does for work, and give some tips. But Zach, could you introduce yourself and tell the baddies a little bit about you? Hello, I'm Zach Agardi. <laughs> Um, so do you want me to start out what I do for work? Yeah. Just give us like a synopsis. Like, who are you? How did you get here? The spark notes version. The spark notes. Because you definitely have an impressive resume, but we all have short attention spans. So your 60 second elevator pitch on who you are. I'm 26. I live in Dorchester. Neponset. Woo! (laughs) Very scenic. Yeah. (laughs) Um, for work. So full-time in the city, I'm a superintendent for a general contractor. We do a lot of big buildings. Um, we did the hub 50 house. Did you guys know you went there? It's very nice. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm in Cambridge now. So I do that full-time during the week. And then I kind of split my time with, I have like my own construction business, like already construction corp. Look at that right there. Oh Flash yeah. Logo. Represent. <laughs> Wait, did I show the right shoulder? <laughs> yeah. And then, um, I do real estate too. So I kind of split my time between construction and real estate. You make us look like losers. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> in, like a, in like a good way. Um, busy guy. Busy, busy guy. Do you have time to do anything but work? No. I'm so thankful and grateful that you came and made time for us today. I made today. time just for you guys. I'm it's actually wondering deal. how you made the time because you work seven days a week, right? Mm-hmm. You probably don't want me to say that on the podcast. No, it's fine. Okay. So girls, he has no time for you, but he's single. <laughs> That's what we talked about. He's like, I literally, he's like, try to find a girl that wants to date someone that works seven days a week. It's not a thing. It's, it's not, not existent. It's hard. Aww. No. Like you don't get a break. 
No, no, I can take a break. Like I take breaks. Yeah, you're here right now. I went to Miami. That's true. This is true. That's true. We do appreciate that. He knows how to have fun. Um, but yeah, so I think the mo- the main thing that we wanted to talk about was the um, the real estate realtor side of what you do. I think a lot of the people that listen to this podcast are people who are in their early 20s who don't know a ton about like how to get into buying a house, how to reach out to a realtor, like going through that process. How did you get into that field? So I've been doing real estate for almost five years now. I got my real estate license when I was a sophomore at UNH. Oh, what? Yeah. I didn't know wow. that. You can yeah. do that when you're still in college. Yeah. You can get it when you're 18. Oh, wow. You just, so you have to take 40 hours of like a real estate education class and you have to take the test. And you have a real estate So license. you don't need a college degree to be no. a realtor? Oh, okay. You just I need to take know. a test. Was it hard, the test? I mean, it was kind of hard, but like you have the books in front of you. I like, heard the test was hard. It's not that Is bad. It? You have the books in front of you and you can Online like tab out and everything. No, it's in person. Oh. You can do the classes online, but then you take the test in person. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. Well, why did you go into real estate? What made you want to? It was just like something that I could do on the side and not have to commit a certain amount of hours to. Like um, growing up, my dad has always had his own construction company. Like he's been building houses. So it just kind of made sense. Like he'd build them and I'd sell them while I was in college. Right. Yeah. They kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. Did you sell any houses when you were in college? Yeah. What? Yeah. Really? I didn't know that. So I'd go home on the weekends and do like real estate showings and sell houses and then come back up. <laughs> Wait, that's wow. awesome. Were you doing like brokering as well? Like, do you want me to explain it just so you don't get confused? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Zach, you're we going to have to dumb it down oh for my us. God. Like, I mean, dumb it down. Abby and I were saying this earlier. <laughs> we were like, he's going to have to really explain. Like, you can't ass- you can't go into this conversation assuming that we there's know. any baseline knowledge. <laughs> That's fine. I, I was like, that. we barely know how to set up our Eversource bills. Yeah. <laughs> so just keep that in mind when you're talking. We are not good adults yet. <laughs> we're not so. adults. I wish, I, I wish you guys had a whiteboard in here so I could just break it down. <laughs> oh, my God. You should. I would have brought one. That would be cute. Okay. So explain how. All right. So brokerage, there's one broker in each office. He's the boss. And then he has a bunch of realtors. Like I was telling you, realtors under mm-hmm. him. He's the boss. What was your question before? You were like, are you a real estate real realtor? You said, are you a real estate agent realtor? That sounds weird. <laughs> that sounds weird as hell. Okay. I don't know. So there's a broker who's like- There's one the broker that's the boss, show. basically. He's like the kingpin, basically. That's correct. Yep. Okay. And then there's just a bunch of realtors on. Oh, so that's the stupid man that anytime I sign an apartment, <laughs> the broker fee, I pay a month's rent. No, for you're that. paying that to the realtor, but they call it a broker's fee. Oh. And that realtor, oh. <laughs> that, re- that realtor has to split it with the broker in his office. Like they oh. also get a piece of every sale. Okay, so yeah. he gets okay. like a piece of everyone's sale. Correct. Oh, so how do you? Like, he is like a king. Pa- it's like a job. pyramid scheme. How do you get to be the broker? He's got to be an OG. That's and it. like. You have to you, you have to put up a bond to, to the state to be a broker, and you have to be practicing real estate for so long. Like how many? Like twenty years? Or like 10? no, not. Th- I think you have to actually have a certain volume of sales to be a broker. Then you like put make up, amount of money, yeah. like a certain amount. Then you put so. up a bond to the state. You have your own office, and people can hang their licenses okay. in your office. This is like a weird example, but like when you're a hairdresser, you can have like you can be a hairdresser, but you have to be a hairdresser for a certain amount of years before you can open up your own hair salon. I don't know anything about that. Today, <laughs> but I'm asking, You're comparing like, apples and oranges. <laughs> so as a as a real realtor, realtor. you work under a broker. <laughs> broker. <laughs> but if one day you wanted to start your own like practice, like people I could, could be come a broker if you. I wanted to. Right, right now? but people could like come with Probably, you yeah. and mm-hmm. like leave that dude and like yeah. work for you. You can go wherever you want. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. Gotcha. Awesome. So then is there, is there a difference between people that like sell places and like rent places? No, it's all the same. So if you're oh. a realtor, you can represent buyers and sellers. You can do rentals. You do you can cover all that. But like different realtors will specialize in working with buyers or sellers or renters. Oh. Do you do one more than the other? Like you personally? I've been with buyers a lot lately. By choice or just because? Just like the way it pans right. out. Like okay. people our age are buying houses and they'll come to me and I'll help them out. Yeah, I've noticed that the market is hot right now. Real hot. Why? Hot. She's hot. Why She's is smoking. that? She is smoking hot. She's real hot. That must be good for your wallet, I'm sure. Oh, it's good for now. Like I just helped our friend Chad from Southie, the recent yeah. millionaire. Oh, yeah. The big loaded guy. You, yeah. yeah, Chad is, Chad is um, he, he rakes it in. He's he wealthy rakes. now. He's, yeah, a, he is, he's a millionaire. He's an overnight millionaire. Nice. Shout out Chad. Can't yeah, relate. shout out to Chad. He has come into a large sum of money and you helped him out with his place, Yeah, right? so I helped him get a condo in Southie. I'm working with... I thought it was Seaport. Southie. Oh, it's like okay. Seaport, Southie line. It's really okay. nice. Very nice. Roof deck, everything. The whole nine. Okay, so how is that... Where, how do you make money? <laughs> so I'll get, a, I'll, get a, I'll get a percentage out of that sale. Okay, and that's predetermined. So, like, is every yeah like before before I showed Chad the apartment, like you go on a page called MLS. That's where everything is, and it tells you what percentage of the sale you'd get as a realtor. Can you like negotiate that or no? 
Like you if, could, you could, but it's kind of like a scumbag thing to do. Oh, okay. um, I don't know. Yeah, like it is See, what it I've is, never, kind of thing. But aren't you kind of a scumbag? <laughs> no, it's false. <laughs> no. Um, it's so Thanks. I want my I shirt mean, back. I want I my shirt back. That's a complete layup, though. <laughs> the fact that you're like that's kind of a scumbag thing to do. I feel like I would. I would do that. I would negotiate. I'd no, be you like, would. but you're a scumbag. I feel like we're all kind of scum. When here. it comes to money, maybe you never know. Wait, okay. So I have a question. I'm like. When I was, when I used to rent apartments, like through realtors, um, I would like, you know, scroll through, troll around Zillow, you find a place and you're like, oh my gosh, this place is cool. And then you get like assigned a broker, realtor, whatever. Is that just random or do you just get like something pop up to you? Well, it's weird with Zillow. Zillow does like advertisements. So like I could put up a house and it would go up on Zillow, but Zillow would show somebody else. Like you can pay to get to the top of the list on Zillow. Somebody would call you and then they'd get that business. Okay. It's kind of funky. Does that make sense or no? No. <laughs> Honestly, we love her. No, no, it does, but like, okay, so it's like- Like you can pay to go to the top of the page at Zillow and just have your name pop up and say, have this person show you the apartment. But in reality, I'd be the one listing it, but I don't pay for Zillow. I don't uh, really need to. Okay. If that makes sense. That makes sense. So what like what makes you different than other people out there? Because you know how it is, like you go to the apartment in Southie that you saw photos of on Zillow yep. and they're all like bright, light, like dim, like- <laughs> Beige soaked like apartment. Beige soaked. Those, those words have never been used to describe an apartment. <laughs> and you get there and it's like a trap house. And then the dude, like you've been catfished. The dude opens the door and he like reeks of weed. We went to a couple and of those in Southie. Like when I was looking with Chad, we looked at one building and there was just like 30 units that were not sold, like they're for sale. Yeah. And he's like, we built them last year and we walked in and like the walls would be cracked, like the lights looked like shit. And he's like, oh yeah, we'll fix that like before you move in. It's like, what you, it's a new condo. Like, why would it need to be fixed? Yeah. So like, you know that sketchy yeah yeah no that's a good point but like i feel like sometimes you like get introduced to the guy and then all of a sudden he like pulls out like the cell techniques like i would walk into an apartment and it blatantly wasn't like my vibe right like it was obvious like the writing was all over my face and i was like yeah it's fine and he's like well i have three more three more people who put down offers on it so it's gonna be gone tomorrow is that you put an offer in today can i swear on this yeah that's usually just bullshit like it's not true um, yeah, but like, do you use that technique or like, what's no, like your no. go-to sell? Like, what's your, if you're trying to sell to, me, what's your line? That's my biggest thing. Like, I don't have to sell these like units. So like, I have a full-time job, so I'm not like you're killing not to make pushing, money. Like, yeah. I'm not like a used car salesman. Like I'm trying to help people out. See, that's why you need to have multiple streams of income so that you're not putting all your eggs in one basket for yeah, exactly. one. You don't want to sell desperately. Yeah. No, no way. No one that's likes not a good that. You can sell Nobody it. likes that. Yeah. I hated that. Cause it was always the same shit. It would be like the ugliest place I've ever seen. They were like, well, it has like three like half a half a bathroom like it doesn't have like an actual toilet yeah. but it has a shower but you can make it work It'll and, be but fine. you can make it work just pee in the shower and i was like all right well i might have to think about it he's like well we already have four offers like i come in tomorrow so you have to put down yeah that sucks i hate that stuff <laughs> i'm like all right dude and his name was always like chad brad whoa whoa zach <laughs> okay so i have a question because i'm stressed out for you so you have literally three jobs and like they're all i mean the realtor one you can like do as you please but like you have like a full-time job as that superintendent but you also own a construction business so like what how what what is it like being you how do you for a day like what do you like what where do you put all your time in mostly? And like, Can we just keep, break my day down for you? Yeah. So I wake up at five every day. Ew. <laughs> Saturday and Sunday, it's like 6.30. It's not five. Oh my God. No, you were up at five when I called you in a friend. In a f- yeah, that, that was, I didn't go out the night before. So uh, I was fine. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll wake up at five. I'll get to the job site that I'm on now. I'm in Cambridge, Cambridge Crossing. Wait, wait, wait. Job site for the construction thing? For like the GC, that the superintendent. So that's what I do in the city full time. So I get to Cambridge at six. Usually there till like three or four, depending on the day, four thirty sometimes. And then from there I'll go back to like we're doing a job in Menden right now. I just posted about that the other day. I'll go work there till eight or eight thirty. And then I have for some reason I did another job after that. I took on a bathroom in Bellingham that I said I'd do in a week. So I've just been working there mm. from like eight to ten thirty probably. And then Ew. I drive back to Dorchester. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So that's all just c- the construction job though, right? That's all construction and then like so I can't work wait, with wait, wait. A- Superintendent. Superintendent. What does that entail? What that is. So whenever yeah. I think superintendent, I'm thinking schools. What do you like, think that I'm means? Yeah, same. I'm curious. Like a superintendent of like a school system. It's like, like a step a super, above a principal. Yeah, like the the I dude that like manages the the schools. When I say superintendent, people look at me weird. And yeah, it makes sense like, because no one knows what that is. people like I feel like 
I feel like I remember a few times when my, my, the superintendent came in to like my middle school and I was like, oh, who's this douchebag just walking around? <laughs> Wait, so the three things that you just said, was that for the superintendent job or for the construction no, job? No, for a superintendent. That's what I do in the city for this GC that I'm working for. And then yeah. after that, I go and do my own thing. Okay, okay. so your day job is the superintendent, superintendent and yeah. then the construction During the week, stuff. but then on the weekends, I do my own thing, like full time. So your, Saturday, your Sunday, it's like already construction corp. Yeah. Okay. So what is a superintendent? It's basically like management. So like I, I walk around like the site all day. I'm around the guys all day and I'm just making sure that they're like building things right. So, you, so you it's guys that have thumb. been doing it for like, <laughs> no, I don't do that. Wait, I'm what? walking. I can't sit on my thumb. You sit on your thumb all day. <laughs> I feel like the higher you get, the less work you do. Is that, is that true or false? I wouldn't know. I'm not, I'm not all the way up yet. Oh, superintendent sounds pretty damn up. Yeah. You sound like you're like, like a manager. I am like on like site I, like I like if I got on your resume you'd be like single-handedly managed like a team of 50 employees like like you delegate do you delegate do you delegate work basically yeah like I tell guys like what to do yeah I think you're a manager pretty chill construction management yeah what do you I do. okay so when you meet a girl and you're out what do you say that you do because you're not going to be like oh I like I do three jobs I'm I don't say all the things I'm just like I'm in construction and they're like construction like you don't make that much money like it's kind of shitty which is like the most false thing of all time i feel there's a ton of money in construction so much yeah people are stupid if they say that i've never thought it's that like i always thought that there's because no one wants to like work i feel hard like there's with like their less hands. money in our generation nobody wants to do yeah. it but like you can be 18 years old and go into the union and make 100 grand your first year with full benefits are and you everything. serious yeah 100 oh, i didn't know that you know what wait you told me this is it master what type of a welder? Wait, it's the, what's the, what? I don't even know what you're saying. So I was having like an existential crisis last year, like freaking out. I didn't think I was doing well at my job. You, you wanted to scale want buildings? Someone told me that. Iron worker? They, like the master welder, whatever like is like the top level of welders. They make like 350K a year. I was like, oh my I God. I didn't say that, that's false. No, Michael told I me that. I did hear that. I remember talking like, about this. And I was like, that is 100% something I'm interested in. But then he told me you have to like basically like, hang off the side of a building. Yeah, like weld something in the air while doing like Wait, a what is welding? I don't know what that is. Like welding, like with- Do you heat. know how to weld? No, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying I'd learn to make 350K a year. You might die, but you know, you'll die rich. It's fine. Exactly. When I die, put my money in the wall. So you're an iron worker. Exactly. No, but I feel like that is like shitty though. You know what? Do you get freaked out if a girl asks you what you do for work and it's like one of the first questions? No, I don't really care. Okay. I know a lot of guys that don't like that. Why? Cause like That's they weird. assume gold that, digger. Yeah, like yeah. you meet you meet a girl and she's kind of cute and she's like talks to you for like a second and instantly she's so like, what do you do? So what do you do? Well, that's the thing. Like if I say construction and they're a gold digger, they're gonna be like, I'm not interested in you. No, true, but it doesn't be the wrong way because mm. that's like probably what they're looking for. Like if a guy's like, oh, I'm like a lawyer, and then she's like, why don't you oh just my say God, realtor? That's so cute. Why do you say realtor? Because I do more construction than realtor. Yeah, yeah, he's but more like, of a, he's more nitty gritties later. Like if they care enough, just being truthful, I'm a truthful guy. I feel like he wants oh, to be true to himself. <laughs> Um, I mean, you're not lying. True. So, okay. So obviously like we know now like a decent amount about what you do <laughs> for the most part. I think we have like a, a baseline, general basis, yeah. a baseline understanding. Yeah. So then I guess like how it can be applied to people listening. So when it comes to buying a house, like how does that process work? Like when people come to you, when they get you involved, are they already like first steps. Do they already know the information? Do you know, or do you, do you know the first steps of buying a house or no? No. no. So you have to get pre-approved. That's the first step. For That's a like, mortgage, yes, right? Correct. I Googled that you're earlier. You're yeah, bitch. You Fuck out your brain. <laughs> <laughs> I know that much about buying a home is that you have to get approved That's for a, a mortgage, which is a loan. Abby, you did your research before I this. did. I, I can mean, tell. That's it's all I know. Cute. That's all I know. I know like a whole vibe going on right now, like a whole knowledge vibe. It's because when I feel educated, I feel powerful. You are powerful. Thank you. So all those so other episodes, I'm not. <laughs> Zach, anyways, back to you. Yeah, back to you. A mortgage. How do you, okay. Are you good? Yes. Okay. A mortgage is a shit ton of money for a down payment, right? So buying a house is like the, like for the majority of people, the biggest purchase they'll make in their life. Cause it's like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Right. You have to get pre-approved for the mortgage to buy the house. You get pre-approved. You know how much you can afford. Then you go and look for houses. So what kind how of credit you know score? how much you need to get pre-approved for? Yeah. You go to like a mortgage guy. Like I have a mortgage guy that I use for all oh. my stuff. He'll get you pre-approved. He'll give you like a rate. He'll tell you how much you're pre-approved for, what kind of loan. There's different kinds of mortgages. So for the first thing I do, I'm like, I wake up tomorrow. I'm like, yo, I'm going to buy a house. The first thing I do is I find a mortgage guy. Like normally people will come to me. They say, I want to buy a house. I'd say, are you pre-approved? Everybody says no, because they're not pre-approved. But it's the first thing you should do. 
Okay. Um, do you direct them to someone? To my, like I have a guy that I use for all my stuff. Okay. Gotcha. So like basically if you don't do the pre-approval first, you're going to you send them buy, there. You're you going to send them there anyways. Pre-approval. Yeah. Even if they're like able to pay in cash? No, you don't have to get pre-approved for cash. Okay. Because you can buy the whole thing in cash. Do you... Good to know for me and Abby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, we're yeah. thinking of doing that. <laughs> when the podcast takes off, we're going to come do straight cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> supplies to us. Can, can they use an outside party for the pre-approval mortgage or do they have to use the mortgage person within your company? You can use whatever mortgage person you want. So what do you Google for that? Like mortgage people? <laughs> yeah. Mortgage person. You Google mortgage people? Yeah. <laughs> Actually? I mean, yeah. Mortgage. What is their title I called? I feel like you could maybe ask for like a referral. Like, I like, feel loan, like loan originator, but like you want to work with somebody you know who's good. Like you would just use somebody off Google. <laughs> all right, all right. You know so, so note to self: don't go to Google. You know what I just right. thought of is like you know, you know when you like see those like lawyers like like that have the big billboards. Yeah, and like it's like law, yeah. better, like the better Barry, call Barry Saul. Feinstein. Yeah, very fine. I like better call Saul, like type vibe. Like I'm picturing you meeting someone like that in like the mortgage <laughs> world, and like he, like would you ever use those guys on like a billboard? Completely you screwing them? you over. I don't know who you're talking about. Barry Feinstein. You've never seen those commercials. I don't have cable. <laughs> well, like that's just the, not a thing. We can't continue this conversation. Okay, I don't know, Abby. Oh, no. We even we've talked about this. We we, we have a theory Are where you like she was like not actually on Earth for the first like ten years of my life. Ten do, to fifteen. Do you years. actually not have cable? No, I she don't. doesn't. <laughs> Never. No, I had cable growing up. Oh now. No, I don't have cable. You have now. YouTube TV. No. So what do you watch? TikTok. There was a time. There was a time we'll last year. We were like three months into the pandemic, back when like Doctor oh Fauci God, was on the TV every people. day. And we were we were like reading uh, something. And Abby's like, "Wait, who the?" She's like, "Who the fuck is Doctor Fauci?" And I was like, "He's the guy on the TV every day talking about the fucking <laughs> pandemic that we're in the midst of." I don't have she was cable. Like, well, I don't watch TV. I was like, I feel like you would have come across him at some point. No, I don't <laughs> go looking for bad news. Why would I watch? The news? No, I don't watch news either. But like, I know it Dr. wouldn't have shocked me if Abby was like, "Wait." What do you well, mean? Who's there's the Barry guy? Huh? Barry? Do you know Barry Feinstein? Whatever. He's just like a scumbag, like lawyer type thing. Anyways, okay. We, we, we digress. Miss, we we digress. Nice. need to move on. <laughs> so, okay. So they get pre-approved. They come to you. They're like, here's the amount that I can spend. They'll tell me their price range. They'll tell me where they want to look, how many bedrooms they want, how many bathrooms. Like if they I feel wanna... like that's the fun part. You're like filling yeah. out a BuzzFeed quiz. You're like, I want this. <laughs> I want that. If you want a backyard, if you want like a garage, and then I, I'll set them up on a search. So MLS is where everything goes in, like mm-hmm. all the listings in the state. Okay. And I can set them up on like an email search. They'll get every new listing every morning. They'll see everything oh, new to market. Oh, so it gets automatically sent to them yeah. every day. And then they're like, I like this. I'll take them on showings. And we'll just go on showings and then make an offer until they find something they like. Do okay. you usually show people things that either are a little bit above their price range ever? Just like not right now, because like anything that's above their price range is going to go for that because the market's so hot. True, but like that's norm- actually so true. Because yeah. like if it's above their price range, it's going to go for that or like maybe more. What about if it's missing? Like obviously, I'm sure people probably tell you what is like their non-negotiables, yeah. but like if they have. But that's the thing too. Like when you're our age and like you don't have a million dollars to spend, you're looking. You're probably looking at like half a million, five hundred thousand. You're never going to get everything you want in the house. Right. You kind of have to pick and choose. Okay. And uh, and all those are different to everyone. Yeah. Like what they're not. Like everybody has different preferences. Like for me, like I need central AC. Like yeah, that's not that's an must. option. Do you a have a parking that? garage? Central AC? Come on. <laughs> in the faucet? Yeah. I, hey, I'm in the dot. I got central AC. Yeah. Don't sleep on the dot. Okay. Anyway, so you get pre-approved for a mortgage. The that's nice. Dorchester's nice. I, I agree. I agree. Shannon, come join us. I used to live in Dorchester. <laughs> oh, you yeah, guys you are did. acting like I, I didn't. Forgot about that. <laughs> you guys are I acting like you didn't live on Buttonwood and I didn't live on Raven Street. That's we literally were Street. a two minute walk from each other. That's cute. Remember the time that you that thought guy, I broke into yeah, your apartment? I was just going to say that. That was awesome. Okay, That's anyway. We can tell that story. We do have to tell that story. Right, we'll, we'll tell it in a Later. second. We pre approve for a loan. Then what? What you just said. Yeah, you'll tell me how much you're pre approved for, what you want in a house. I'll look and then I'll put in like. You end up looking at a bunch of houses. You'll find the one that you like, and you, I put an offer in for you. What would you say, on average, how many showings does a person have to A lot. Do? Like, for most people, like first-time homebuyers, like, they, like, out of fairness, too, they don't know what they're looking at, so they're going to look at a bunch of stuff, and, like, you just know when you know. Like, I looked at my place in Dorchester when I had to buy. It was the first place you're I home, at. you're a homeowner. Yeah. It was, the, it was the first place I looked at and I bought it, but like nobody does He's that. He's a homeowner, small business owner, and an entrepreneur. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but it was the first place you looked at and then you like circled back to Mike it. Mike actually came with me. Yeah, we just walked in. And I was like, yeah, I think I need, like I have to, I don't have a choice. I have to buy this Did place. Did you do an inspection? No, so that's the thing. Like, Cause I was gonna ask about inspections and like, do oh, you, yeah. before you put in an offer, do you do the inspection first? You put in the offer and then you make it contingent on doing an inspection what is in that? a certain amount of days. Contingent like, um, like it relies upon doing that inspection. Right, like if they don't do oh, it, like oh, you don't buy oh, the house. Yeah. Right. Or if it comes back like shitty, you don't have to buy the house, right? But like that's what I do with stuff that I buy. Like I can walk through and with like me and like my family have been building houses forever. So I know what to look for. Like I don't really need an inspection. Okay, so. But, so but you can save money on that. For the average like, person. They always do it. You want to do an always. inspection. Yeah. Well, I've been okay. seeing lately though, like that there's people buying houses, like waiving the inspection because people are so Yeah, it makes you desperate. more competitive if you waive the inspection. Right. And people are so desperate. But like, is that, do you think that's personally stupid? I don't think that's a big deal. Like if you. Really? Like a lot of realtors, obviously like me, don't do construction. But like if I'm walking through a house, I can tell people like what's a big problem, what isn't. When an inspector walks through, he's going to point out every single problem. But a bunch of that stuff like isn't even a big deal. Okay. Gotcha. Well, I thought it was like stupid because I'm like, well, what if you're like about to buy a house that has like sketchy, like you I don't just know, have to know what you're looking. You have to know what you're looking at. I feel at, like yeah. you, like you asked him earlier, like what like sets you apart, and I feel like because you have the construction knowledge, you are better than most realtors. I wouldn't say better, but like most realtors, you're more knowledgeable. Most realtors don't do construction, right? But so you have kind of an advantage because you yeah. would you you wouldn't. They know houses too. Like yeah. they look at houses all day, but they don't like build them and stuff. Exactly. I guess. So you know, like like how they're like made what, from what, the ground are, up. What are I know how to make a house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are things to like avoid, or like what advice would you have to people like to stay away from? Like what to look for and stuff. So like um, like a lot of people our age are buying condos. So you want to look for HOA, the Housing Association. Do you know what that is? Yes, the freaking fees. Yeah. So but that pays for all the common stuff. Like that's upkeep for the whole building. You want to make sure that you have enough reserves and that. Like sometimes it's a super high pay. Like People are paying like $500 a month for housing association mm -hmm. on top of their mortgage, which it's is crazy. Freaking crazy. So, um, sorry. let it out. I can't talk. Sorry. Let it out. <coughs> drink your tequila. I think the tequila is like closing my throat. It's okay. It's probably the um, energy drink. So I was looking, Michael was looking at like apartments in New York city, like to buy yeah, just like the HOAs fun. must be huge. Um, because he was like, maybe I'll buy like a place in New York because you can buy places like at a discount basically right now. And he's like, and then I'll just like rent the place out and make a ton of money and rent. So we, we like, he saw places that were like down from $2 million, like seven fifty or whatever, like insane, like Upper East Side, really nice buildings. But then what we realized is the HOA fees are insane. So you're paying some of these places, you're paying like three to like some of them are five grand a month for the wow. HOA. What? So that means that you have like, you buy the place, you have your mortgage. And then on top of that, you're paying $5,000 a month, which is just basically the same as rent. Like it's just going to the homeowners association. And it's just the price of like being like, oh, you get to live like on the street or like you get to, I don't know, have an apartment in this building. And like, there's probably not even like a pool. It's just like, you just have the building and like right. you're paying these fees. And I was like, that is insane. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, I feel like no one talks about that. Yeah. It's crazy. Okay. So yeah. So you look for the HOA, like yeah. you want reserves in your HOA. So like they can What's a reserve? reserves like money that you have in the HOA. So people pay a certain amount every month that'll be in the HOA. And that's going to cover like, if you live in a three family and like you have a leak and it messes up all the units, the HOA is going to cover that. Oh. It's going to cover like people plowing your driveway, cutting the lawn. Like that's oh, common that. areas around your building. Gotcha. Yeah. That makes sense. So like at least it goes somewhere, I guess. It does go somewhere, but at the same time, it's like you're paying a shit ton. You just want to make sure there. it's a reasonable amount yeah, and that you're not paying. And it that good. they have enough in it. So like if you right. move into a place and you see stuff wrong and there's no reserves in the HOA, that means you're gonna move in and you have to pay for it out of pocket, which Ooh. isn't ideal. <sighs> yes, being a homeowner sounds like a lot of work because I love being yeah. a tenant and having a landlord because I mean you don't have to deal with anything. Yeah, I just had you know about my shower. Yeah, that's that, brutal. That's, oh, the worst, yeah. that's the worst style job I've ever seen in my life. I know. That's not an exaggeration. Wait, you helped, me. right? No, I didn't help. Wait, why didn't you help? I, I can't put my name on that because it's like if I fix a little thing, I have to do the whole thing. Like yeah. I'm not going to yeah. talk to my landlord, but I would hate to be my landlord because he spent a shit ton of money and it was Horrible. leaking into the first the first floor. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, we got her like bathroom redone and the person who did it was like, everything was like crooked and nothing lined oh, up. It was, it was so bad. It was disgusting. It yeah. gave me heartburn just looking at that. It was gross. <laughs> So you wouldn't even help because you were like, I don't even want to. If be I could, if I could it. do the whole thing, I'd do it. But he didn't want to do the whole thing. Like I'd rip all that out and do it new. Like really? I wouldn't just patch was it up. Was that bad? Yeah, it was horrible, very bad. Wow, it's just like not perfect. It's just it looks no, sloppy. It's I know it is. Yeah. It is. <laughs> but like, yeah, the average person wouldn't like would look at out. it that hard. No, I think they would. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can still shower now. That's all that counts. That's hilarious. Yeah, I love that.
Okay, so that so you need to look for an HOA. HOA, like you want reserves, reserves and HOA. Then and then what? You're gonna go through what and else? look at a bunch of other stuff. Like in Boston, you know what a foundation is? It's where it's what the house sits on. It's what's in the ground. Oh yeah, that I know what a foundation is. Like you sure? Yes, I just don't know what you're we in Boston. To. Like a lot of it's like fieldstone, so it's just rock. I was like foundation, houses. like. <laughs> Makeup. What you put on your face. Makeup. No, I was thinking like foundation of a family. <laughs> anyway. It's beautiful. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. No, I knew what you meant, but I just didn't know where you're going with it. Okay, but so. So you look, you at, the look foundation, at the foundation, you're going to go in a lot of these older homes and there's going to be water in the basement, which like isn't a huge deal because all these houses are built like early 1900s. As long as there's a sump, it's called a sump in the basement. <laughs> S-U-M-P, okay. sump pump. What is that? That's it. Sump pump? Yeah, one of those. It's like a hole in your I basement. I was like thinking is that like a mixture of dump and simp. I don't know. Simp. No, no. <laughs> all right, focus. It's like it's like a hole in your basement and that's where all the water goes and there's a pump in it and it pumps it out and shoots it out to the street. Like you'll see that a lot in Boston. An older house. Oh, any older houses. Oh, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Because my house is old. You probably have it's one. It's renovated. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Now Wait, that I think about it. This actually just reminded me of something. Okay, so we were talking about this earlier. So peep, do you recommend that people like look up the history of a house before they buy it? Well, you can only go so far with the history, like what kind of history. You can tell so, what it's sold for and like what it was put on the market before. But, but like, there's like some sketchy shit going on because I've heard of people who have like bought houses and then they realized after like there was like a crazy like murder that happened there yeah, and like six I'd people were like yeah. killed and there was like a murder suicide. And then they're like, I just bought basically a haunted house. I was going to buy a house to flip once, like in a town, like in Central Mass. And um, somebody told me that somebody had died in it. But when I was in there, like a door closed behind me. <gasps> and my car had something knocked down. I looked up. I was like, fuck this. I'm not touching it. Yeah. Like, how do people figure that shit out? That stuff creeps me out. Well, you look it up and you're like, like that so lady. you can look it up. Like, yeah. That lady in the house that I looked at, she killed herself in the house. Oh. Yeah. That's terrible. But there was definitely a ghost in there. It was fucked. Yeah, yeah that's terrifying. Cause that that wow. shit that like I don't I wouldn't touch I that. Wouldn't that stuff mess freaks with, me out. No, me too. Like some people are like, oh my gosh, like I live in my house and it's like a little creepy and it's nope. fine. I'm not nope. like that. Like I couldn't. I would have I to get nightmares. break my lease and leave. Yeah. Oh, I would leave. I don't care what it would take. I would yeah. sell my house for like a quarter of the price if it meant, <laughs> if it meant getting out of that. Okay, but you mentioned previous homeowners. So do you think that like it's worth looking that up? And do you think there's like a amount I mean, of previous homeowners that's a red flag? Um. Not like, I don't think a lot of pre, you just got to look at the house and like, you know, if it like has sounds cliche, like good bones, like it's all yeah. there, like it's worth it. Like it doesn't really matter how many people own it, but yeah, look it up, like find out the location. If there's a lot of crime in that area, like we we're saying, like if somebody's died in the house, like I wouldn't touch that. <laughs> but like, let's say the house is from like 1920. So yeah. it's like a hundred years old. Let's say it's had seven homeowners in the past hundred years. Is that a red flag? No, nope. 20 would be a red flag. I would assume. I don't. I wouldn't consider it a red flag. Like no. if I go in and I know it's built well and it's in a decent area, I don't care. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's good, good to know. Cause I feel like I just, there could be people who like change worried. situations. You can buy a place and yeah, like move, people are always like, jumping around. You never know what the actual deal is. Why do you that's think true. like, because I feel like right now it's just so insane. Like you said, the market, she's like so smoking right now, but like, why do you think that is like, do you think it's just because during just, COVID people wanted to buy houses or do you think there's like more to just it? Just like the economy's hot. Like everybody has jobs or spending money. So like the housing market's hot as a result. And like, why are there no houses? Because everybody's buying. There's no inventory right now in the market. So like anything, like we're building new houses right now, like out in Central Mass and they sell like that. They sell like crazy. It's really? insane. Yeah. It's so crazy. For a lot of money. Yeah. It's insane. Okay. So I have a question about being a first time homeowner. Do you think you need to put 20% down? No, you don't have to put 20% down. Oh. You put 20% down to not pay PMI, which What's is like, an, it's like an insurance that you pay on your mortgage. So like. Or like, I don't know, 250 bucks a month on average. But people are so concerned about that, but you can't be like, if you get a good enough deal, you don't have to worry about PMI. You're still going to make money on it, whether you hold it or sell it. I don't worry about PMI at all. That's what so I tell all my clients. So it's basically an insurance that says what? Like, what is the insurance for? It's until you get up to paying 20% of your mortgage off, then you don't pay PMI anymore. Oh, oh so it's kind of like car insurance almost. It's like how the bank justifies not having you put down 20%. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Like if you if you buy the house right and you get it for a good enough deal, it doesn't matter. I'm not concerned with PMI. If I get it for a good deal, I don't care. Okay, because obviously I feel like the average first time home buyer is not putting doesn't 20% have to, down. That's what everybody says. They're like, I don't want to buy yet. I don't have twenty percent down. I don't want to pay PMI. Like, what, is there like the lowest that you can put? 
Yeah, you can put like five. Some of them you can put three and a half percent on like oh, an wow. FHA loan. Three and a half. Yeah. Wow. Imagine we just buy like a multi-million dollar mansion <laughs> that we can't afford. Yeah. Put three percent, three and a half percent down. Do you want to buy one? I'll help you find it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'll there buy you, you something you can't afford. <laughs> yeah, but I don't, I'm not concerned about PMI at all. Like you got to get like I'll help somebody get a good deal as to where you don't worry about PMI and it's worth it. Like you're going to make money whether. So if you buy a property and you hold it for two years and you sell it and you're going to make money on it, you don't pay tax on the capital gains. Like the money that you make on the property. That just went in one ear and out the other. <laughs> so let me split. So Dumb you, it down. you buy a house for 400000 right? And then well, you. now we're doing math. Okay. I Make still nice there'd be no math. You buy a house for 400000 you sell it a year later for $100,000, for 500000 Yeah. You make 100000 yeah. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Profit. Profit, yeah. Now yeah. we're talking. You have to pay tax on that 100000 Ah, shit. But if you own that house for two How years. Oh, I, don't, just I don't know off the top of my head what the percentage <laughs> is, but you're, you're paying taxes on you're it. You're paying something on it. Yeah. Okay. It's a decent amount too. But if you hold that house for two years, like two years straight, and then you sell it after and say you make a hundred grand, like we're talking about, you don't pay taxes on that. Oh, okay. That so like that's sense. what I'm going to do with my, that's why I'm selling my place in Dorchester. I had it for two years. I know I can make money on it. I'm going to sell it and not pay taxes on that money and then roll it into something else. Oh. Hell yeah, you are. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But you have to wait two years. You don't have to, but you're going to pay oh. taxes for it if you don't. Oh, oh, oh. Like oh, I don't want to oh. pay taxes on the money I make. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, fuck that. So the reason why I feel like I haven't bought it, well, there's a lot of reasons why I haven't (laughs) bought a house, but I feel like one of the reasons why I haven't bought a house is because I feel like I'm kind of like a risky spender. Like, I feel like I kind of take risks. Like, I'll, I'm someone that will like go to the store and like definitely couldn't afford a purse, but then I could get talked into it. And then the sales associates giving me like a glass of champagne and one thing leads to another. And like, I've bought the purse and then also the shoes. And I feel like I walk out and all of a sudden I get hit with like a wave of anxiety and depression and buyer's Buyer's remorse. remorse, But then I have too much pride where I'm like, I'm not going to go back and return it because I look like a dumb bitch. So I'm like, here I am with this purse and shoes that I can't afford. (laughs) Like, I feel horrible about myself. I'm going to have to take out a second credit card. And wait, wait. so if you walked out of a store and you knew you spent way too much on something, you wouldn't return no, it. Take out a second I would not return credit card. It. Nope. No, I mean I've never had to take out it. I'm no, but if you had to, it. you'd rather take out a second credit card than return I, it. I really think I would. Like I don't That's think wild. I would ever like from a pride perspective, I don't think I could walk back in there and be like, I'm sorry, I just it just hit me that I can't <laughs> afford this. I have to return it. Uh, maybe some people would. But like I, I feel like most people wouldn't leave the the, the no. store with the yeah, purse. <laughs> obviously, this is like relatively speaking. Like I've never bought something that like put me like you know in a bad financial situation, but definitely not in, in an ideal one. Especially when yeah. I first graduated college and like I felt like I was making more than I was. So, anyways, moral of the story: Have you ever like sold someone a house and where they like regretted. they probably couldn't really afford it? No, but like I would never do that. Okay, that's like, I, I always was... look out for the people that I work for. So how like, do you they... convince them not to? Like, I like just tell them it, like it's not worth it for you. Like okay, so you, you're, has, you're in over your head. Like so has anyone ever it. seen the house? Because my eyes, like, if, you, yeah. if you showed me like a yeah. dope ass place, like Beacon Hill, for anyone listening, Beacon Hill, <laughs> Michael, if you're listening to this, like multiple floor, <laughs> like townhouse, like type vibe. Mike, let's do it. Yeah. She I doesn't like, want to ring, she wants I a house. Like, <laughs> I feel like I could be like, oh my gosh, yeah, it's like 300 grand over what I'm willing to spend. But like, there'd be a part of me that's like, you know what, screw it, I'll do it. In that situation, you'd talk to me. I've been in that it. situation before and like I go over with the people that I represent, like what their payment's going to be for a mortgage. And I'll say, like, it's not even close to being worth it. Like you can't afford it. Like you, you can get pre-approved it. for a certain amount, but like it's not worth it at the end of the day in some situations. I go over that every time. So do you know how much they're making? Like yeah. their salary is? Yeah. Oh, okay. like they tell you that. Yeah. Okay. It's like confidential They tell stuff. you or you have to know? You just like kind of know throughout the process, like once I get pre-approved like you for you, get an know. idea. It'd be like yeah. sketchy if, yeah. yeah. Or like, it'd be almost be like, I feel like bad for them for, for you not to know. Well, I just feel like some people might try to hide it. No, you like, you have to know it to like get pre-approved for a mortgage. Like that's what it's based on. But you're not the one approving it. So yeah, but I talked to the mortgage guy and oh, I know what do? they got pre-approved for, so gotcha. like I have an idea. Yeah, gotcha. that's yeah. a good point. But like I'm not working with random people, so like I wouldn't not care about screwing. In any case, I'd never screw anybody, but like I'm working with a friend, so I would never do that to a friend. Like, you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Hmm. I get that. Interesting. Well, if you guys are interested in buying a house or renting a place, reach out to Zach. Zach, do you have like a, like a website? No, I just have like my phone number. Just text, text me if you want a place. Do people still do websites? I have a Facebook page actually. It's wicked old and I don't update it. Wait, wait, wait. So like if, if we're on your promoting you, Mm. you'd rather us like give people your phone number yeah like, like why, why the, beat around the bush yeah <laughs> i 
I mean, they could slide into our DMs. We yeah, could you could do that them. too. Oh, true, true. Like, that's how it works. People will text me and be like, I'm looking for a place. I ask them what they're you, looking for. Do you have for. two phones? I have like my super. I have a phone for being like a superintendent in the city. Oh, so he does have two phones. I got two phones. Don't we have like a no two phone rule? Like I feel like if you're dating a guy with two red phones, flag. Red they flag. They gave it to me. I didn't. Red, I didn't flag. Ask for red flag. We've talked a lot about red flags lately. What are some more red flags? I feel like two phones. Like there's, it's impossible to track. Basically. What do you mean? Okay, so we we talked about this a few weeks ago. Let's say you were dating a girl and you guys were like together for quite some time. She's your little honey, whatever. You go out for a classic boys night. You don't want to tell her wherever you're going. I feel like if you have two phones, you could put your like location up from like your work phone, leave your work phone at home. So she, she thinks you're home all night and then just take your personal phone out with you. I mean, like, if you're like a bad person, yeah. Yeah. But like, I feel like that's what like, I you're saying you would never like, do that. No, I would never think to do that. I yeah, because guys don't think like we do. No, oh, I, I know heard, that. No, guys have done things Rick, like that. Yeah, oh, you scumbags. Know. Like, there's scumbags everywhere. I think it's really funny because if you look through my work phone, it's just like, just idiots just talking. It's so funny. It's just like a bunch of meatballs yelling at each other. It's really meatballs. funny. Meatballs. <laughs> I just, I'm not saying you would do it. I just feel like I'm having sure the do, second yeah. phone opens up a whole other world that I'm not comfortable with, like, preparing. Like, I already have to, like keep an alert on for like everything that happens on like your primary phone. And now I have to worry about like a potential second threat. What I do you like mean this. an alert on? What is that? I don't know. I feel like you have to just like be aware of like what's happening on your boyfriend's phone. Like what apps does he have? Is he changing his password a lot? Is That's there weird, weird shit going on? That's weird. Is that a common thing? That girls do? Do you, do you monitor what apps your boyfriend has? I mean, I don't think I need to. I feel like, yeah, but pretty much most people do, right? Is that a thing? Oh my God. I remember when mystery man, I, I can't talk when mystery man and I first started talking, he had like dating apps on his phone, obviously, cause we had just started talking and Oh, the day that he deleted them, you bet. I noticed I was like, you deleted them. And he was like, hello. Mystery man on dating apps is really funny. <laughs> I mean, who knows if he used them? There's no way he used them. He just had them probably, <laughs> but yeah, he definitely never used no. them. But that's when that's when I knew that I was like, oh my god, maybe he does like me because he deleted them, and I was like, fuck yeah. So girls do notice that. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a girl, so yeah, I guess. No, but they do. They they notice everything, like all the little things. It's good to know. <laughs> oh my god, I feel like he's like coming on here acting like he's like all like high and mighty. He's like, oh, like people pay attention to. I like, didn't know that girls like watch the apps on guys' phone. That's weird. I like girls watch everything. Yeah, they probably do. Girls are psycho. You know this. I do know that. <laughs> so getting into like I guess more like fun personal stuff. So Zach, are you in a relationship, single? Are you single and like focusing on your like own shit and like growth and whatever? Or are you like ready to mingle? Are you looking for a girlfriend? Like what's what's I'm the not like really look like I'm just doing my thing. I'm not like looking for a girlfriend, I guess. But like one if came one along, fell in your yeah. lap, you'd be like, okay. Yeah, it's yeah. so weird you say that because I feel like you texted <laughs> us the other day saying like, hey, like I'd love to come on the podcast to like talk about my business and also I really want a hot GF. That was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with wanting a hot GF. I'd take a hot girlfriend, yeah. <laughs> Who wouldn't? <laughs> Okay, but, but like, I love how he's just like, yeah, like if something came along, but like I'm not focused. I'm just like so focused on like growth and just be making myself better every day. I just day. want to be a better person meanwhile, and like help people. Meanwhile, he's in my DMs every day. He's like, yo, Sophia, you found me a girl yet? <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> oh, so you're not denying that? <laughs> that really happens? No, I can confirm that. Oh my God. I love that. Okay, well, so do you know your zodiac sign? Yeah. <laughs> would you care to share with the class? Because I know any girl listening that's like myself, they would want to know what they're getting themselves into. Cancer. <gasps> you are? I didn't know that. You don't I mean, you strike did know me that. as you told, one. You told me that you knew that before the show. Him, so and, him and Brad, right? Are like born on the Brad's a cancer? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I should know when Brad's birthday is. I asked I you when your birthday date is, but like I didn't know that prior. Yeah. Like yeah, you means, don't strike me as a cancer. It means nothing what is to me. I don't know. Emotional. I'm not emotional. I'm not emotional. Yeah, you I don't know seem you're not. that emotional. Very like mellow. Yeah, you're pretty, like, I feel like you're pretty chill. Yeah. Well, you gotta know, I, I'm curious to know what your moon sign is, because that's really where the emotions oh, lie. Oh my gosh. What's a moon sign? I, I don't know. Don't even get her started. <laughs> I, I don't understand it. We're going down. Um. Okay, so while we have you, we've always wanted 
you know, guys' perspectives on things. And there's one thing that I would like to pick your brain at, and it's why guys are hot and cold with girls sometimes. Oh, like yeah. what, like why? Yeah, we like to know why. Why? Why? So why? Why? <laughs> okay, let's hear them. I would love to know. Like you had to give me like a scenario. What do you mean? Okay. I have actually <laughs> an ideal situation. So you go on a date with Jessica. <laughs> Not Jessica. Jessica. Fucking Jessica. dumb bitch. Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, if there's a girl that's a fan of Jessica, we love we you. We love We're you. Just kidding. It could be anyone, it, but mostly Jessica. <laughs> it doesn't sound like they love you, Jessica. <laughs> Jessica, we don't mean it. So you go on a date with Jessica. And, or no, you meet her out at the bar, like you guys are flirty, twirly, whatever. Like she's wearing her cutest new crop top from Revolve that she was- What, is, what does twirly mean? <laughs> what is that? You know, one thing you're just feeling a little twirly. Nope. Like twirly. No. Like I'm a little twirly right now, you know? I don't know. Anyways. Yeah, continue. <laughs> you're on it. like you, you meet her, you guys exchange numbers. Like she's like pretty cute. Like she's probably like an 8.5. Yep. Good looking girl, right? Mm -hmm. Um. You guys are texting for a while. Like, let's say you go on a date, you go out, have a fun time, tear it up around the town, whatever. And then you start getting hot and cold. So like you're texting her one day and then all of a sudden you don't reply to her for the three days. One day you text her good morning. The next day you text her when you get home from work. Yeah, I hate, I hate texting so much. And then, no, but and like, then all of a sudden, hot like, and cold. one weekend, like you're like, so one Friday night you're texting her all night, like while you're out with your, your friends and you're like, hey, like, can't wait to see you again. And then you don't answer her for three days. It's like you put an effort one day and the next day you're not. Like you're just like Why? so hot and cold. Like, and I feel like that's so common for, especially in the beginning stages of dating with guys and girls where like the guy, like it seems like one day he really likes you and all of a sudden he like disappears for a few days and then he comes back around. Well, I feel like in most cases, just like a girl, just like being too, like blowing a guy up way too much. And they don't like that. But what if she's not? Then I don't know why they wouldn't like that. <laughs> Well, is it like some, cause what goes through my mind when a guy's being hot or cold is that there's someone else. I wouldn't say there's someone else like, for, but could that be the case? Or like could maybe be, he's yeah. just not that into her and he would just like, like he just got to know her better over time and he realized there was things I didn't like. But say. then he comes back and he's hot and he's like, and he seems like he's obsessed with you again, but then a few days go by and then he's cold and then he's ghosting, but then he's back and then he's obsessed with you again. Do you know what I mean though? Like hot and cold. Abby's like, not that I've ever been there, but like- <laughs> Sounds like you've been there. <laughs> Do you want to talk about it? No, <laughs> I'm kidding. I think we've all been there. Probably. It's like super No normal. one comes to mind, but like, I bet I have. Yeah, it Anyways. definitely happened to me. Why? Probably been there, yeah. Why? They just like lose interest, I feel like. I don't I know. But then what makes them regain it? I can't answer, I don't know. Like, it's sure. never happened to you? I don't like lose it, then regain it. Like if I like somebody, I like them. Okay, that's cool. I feel like- So they're just an asshole. Yeah, maybe they're just an asshole. Or be. maybe they're like- They could be from Southie. They, they like could be from Southie and not Dorchester. <laughs> that's so true. Yeah, I feel like don't the talk to boys from The distinction Southie. is huge. I also think like it might just be like they like you, but like not enough to put in a ton of effort. And then when they're out, yeah, they're, they're like, oh, out, yeah. they're like, oh wait, shit, I forgot about her. Like I'll text her again. And then they like kind of forget again. Like you're just not like the in the front of your mind. Yeah. Um, okay, what about this? This is more of like a practical one. So you're on Hinge. You're on Hinge, right? I'm assuming you're on all the apps. Hinge, yeah. Okay. So you're on Hinge, you guys like you match with a girl or whatever. I recently we recently got Hinge like together. So mm -hmm. like we understand how it works now. You I got like, send your hinge and I got mad at you because I thought it was real. <laughs> oh yeah. You saw, I'm you never saw talking it. to you again. Yeah. Oh, okay, cute. Um it's not cute. I got mad. <laughs> I said I said I went to Columbia and her name was, was Sophia funny. and that she worked in public relations. It was public relations. Um, okay. Which is all false. So anyways, you're on hand. You like match with someone or whatever. You message the girl and she replies to you and then you don't message her ever again. I think girls do that more than guys. Really? Yeah. You think if you're I a girl, like if you're a girl, why do you match a guy and then not answer him? Oh, so you're saying like it's common for girls to match yeah. with a guy and then the guy will like say something and the girl won't answer. Yeah. Probably because you're boring. Why would you match with him? Mm. Because he's hot. You know why? That's stupid. No, no, you know <laughs> what it is? I think as a girl, that's actually a really good point. I think as a girl, like we're so analytical. I think we have like thresholds for things. So I guess I could see a girl being like, this guy is like not so unfortunate that I don't, that I want to ignore him and like risk losing him forever. But I also am like not so obsessed with him that I want to like, talk to him and go on a date but i kind of want him to just like fester there like in case is that a real thing yes <laughs> absurd 
I actually think that's what it is. Like, I think like girls see a guy and they're like, eh, like, all right, like he's good enough to like match, but like, I don't know if I'd go on a date with him. And then I feel like there's girls. Well, it's like, then why do you match? With, like, isn't that the whole well, point of it? Well, I think for me, like when I was on dating apps for like a minute, um, like I'm scrolling through profiles. One, I need to see if you're good looking. And then B, I, re I read through the <laughs> things. And if you're not funny, I would never match. I feel like you guys have talked. What do you look for like on a Hinge profile? Well, so, but, so if I match with someone and then like they're good looking and their bio is funny, but then they're not really putting a lot of effort into the conversation and they're pretty dry. It's like, okay, well, you're not giving me much to respond to. So I'm just going to go talk to, you know, whoever who's putting in way more effort and is actually like funny and like can hold a conversation. But like, I feel like, like there are definitely times when I was on dating apps and like the guys are just like so dry. I'm like, ugh. Why am I wasting my time talking to you? Like That's I don't fair. care. I don't care how good looking you are. If you like can't also, carry a conversation, why would I talk to you? I also feel like if like you match with someone and they were to, like say something really cheesy, I feel like a girl wouldn't be. Yeah, I don't, I don't say cheesy stuff. That's so weird. what's like? What do you say? Say hey. <laughs> you just say hey. Yeah. Oh, that's why people aren't answering. I mean, what else are you supposed to say? Like you should say something like that opens up a conversation. I also forget to like I'm I for, I'm just like doing stuff all day, so I just forget to message people too. Yeah. I don't even know why I really have hinge. Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel like those little like blurbs they give you on Hinge, you can like reply to that and start try to start a conversation. Yeah, but some of the girls suck. Like they're those things are stupid. It's like I have a dog or like oh I like gosh. vodka sodas. Like what do you say to that? We put in a lot of effort into making our fake profile. I we feel did. like if if some we just promoted yeah, the podcast it on it. It was like Wait, I showed you like, I showed you mine, right? Yeah, I, I reviewed it over the weekend. What do you think of the questions? I thought yours Why was kinda cute. You send me it? I thought it was kind of fun I and cute. You were there. And like Bootsy Bootsy. If you did, I didn't read it. It was what? Bootsy Bootsy. <laughs> Ignore her little flirty dirty. Yeah, look at my questions. Okay. Give me your honest thoughts. Never have I ever had coffee. Boring. No, I mean? thought that, no, that's wicked. That's a conversation starter. He's never had that's coffee. That's a red flag. No, he's never had coffee in his life <laughs> no. and he wakes up at 5 a.m. every day to go to work. That's a great sign. That's a great. People have said that's a great sign. You sound like a psychopath. Um, I'm the I type. I think it's interesting. <clears throat> Agree or disagree. Um, I'm the type of texter who would rather talk on the phone. Yeah, I hate texting. I like to talk on the phone. I feel like that's the majority of guys. I don't think that's true. No, the ones I've talked to. Typical Sunday. You go to church? Yeah. Oh, we're just. I'm learning so much today. Um, Abby's learning more about you from your Hinge profile than she has in the past like <laughs> two years of your friendship. I know. It's up. Um. Yeah, I don't love it. I, your pictures are good, but okay. I don't love the three prompts. I think I need a second opinion on this one. I don't like the three prompts. I actually prompts. liked yours. So the, the like, I've never drinking coffee. I think, so it's not even about what he's saying. It starts a conversation. Because there's so many girls that would be like, who wait, hasn't no coffee? way. Like, who hasn't drinking coffee? What's wrong with you? Okay, and then what? And then he's like, <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. Like I were, I, like, can't, I, I can't. I can't bond up. over that. Well, then he's like, it's a conversation starter. No, exactly. But then he's like, well, yeah. He's like, I still wake up at three a.m. every day for work, and I just like don't eat coffee. Yeah. Anyways, I what's guess. up? I guess. Pretty much, yeah. That's exactly how it goes. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's not bad. It's not too bad. Yeah. I don't hate it. Okay. But when I'm a guy does it, like my question was, when a guy does it, what does it mean? So you message. So okay, you match with the girl. You message her or something. Mm -hmm. She replies, and then you don't answer her anymore. Why? Why message her and match her in the first place? I might have matched her by accident when I was just flying through. No, but then you That's messaged fair. her. And then if I messaged her back, then I'm going to keep talking to her. But I don't message, like, for, like I want to, like, go and get drinks or, like, go do something. Like, it's just messaging is stupid. You don't want to just, like, talk to someone. Well, I've in always person, said. yeah. Like, I don't want to talk over you, Hinge. You don't want to talk to someone too long on Hinge because. It's weird. Then you have nothing to talk about in person. That, but you're also, the longer you wait to meet up in person, you're coming up with, like, a fake person in your mind and you're going to be disappointed when you meet up with them because that's very fair the whole time that you're talking to them you're coming up with like this whole agenda for like what kind of family they come from oh like gosh. what and they like, do and like, like put them on a pedestal yes. and like come up with like a fake idea and then they don't they live up to your fake agenda that you made just, in your head and then you're like who's this person yeah it's just like when you like read the twilight books and you thought edward was gonna look a certain way and then you watched the movie and you're like who is this asshole <laughs> did you read the twilight books obviously do you read harry potter no. Did you read Harry Potter? No, but I like, I love, I love the Harry movies. Potter. I would rather watch Harry Potter over Twilight any day. I've read the Harry Potter books but I don't two read. times, I think, when I was younger. I love Harry Potter. Are you a big reader? I used to Do be, but read? I don't have time for it now, yeah. Mm, that's fair. Yeah. Are you a big reader? Not really. <laughs> like, I try to, like, open up the, an occasional book every what's your now. What's your favorite book? <laughs> I don't fucking know. Don't Wait, one. that's a good point. If you don't know what your favorite book, like, does that make you just dumb? Do you have a favorite book? Um, 
Everybody has a favorite book. I was almost yeah. about I was almost about to be like Catcher in the Rye for fucking high school. That's a good book. That's a good book. From Mice and Men. <laughs> Mice and Men. Oh Michael God. says that's his favorite book because no. it's the only it's the only book he's ever mine read. Are all, mine are all like this is gonna sound weird, but like poetry books. That's very weird. Yeah. That's a big red flag. <laughs> Like, like that scares me. Like you know, it does, that's terrifying. Yeah. You know the little thin ones that I'm talking about. That's weird. If you like poetry books, that's scary. It's I not like poetry. They're all like motivational. Yeah, it's like, like short, like stuff. That's weird. Oh, yeah. like the Rumi Kapoor or whatever. Yes, yeah, I like those. Have you read books. the Four Agreements? Have you seen that? The Four Agreements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great book. Yeah, you should read it. I like a lot of self help books. I've read the little <laughs> red. I read the okay, little I'll red book it. of sales, which was like good. Oh, I've read a lot of like businessy books. Like yeah. tools of the titans and shit like that, but I kind of like fan like I like n- nonfiction books or no Harry fiction Potter. fiction books. Sorry, sorry, fiction books. Like I like things that aren't real because yeah. I'm like every single day I have to wake up and live this life, <laughs> which often sucks. <laughs> so when I'm reading a fucking book, why do I want to read more about all the bullshit we have to deal with every day? Like I'd rather yeah. read something that doesn't exist. Like why do I want to like read about some like dumbass like i don't know that's a a you question world to escape i think people read to escape the dumbass world they read exactly i'd rather read about like a vampire that's like not real and be like wow that's that's cool and then it's like a distraction and then i'm like oh wait okay shit like i have to like go to bed and like live my life now (laughs) i kind of like factual stuff i think that's a dad thing to say but i like that you're like into autobiographies and stuff yeah Yeah. factual (laughs) stuff like i go to home depot go to bed early i'm just a dad (laughs) <laughs> oh, they say if you're looking for a man, look for one in Home Depot. At Home Depot, mm-hmm. because that, that mean, really? Yeah. Who says that? That's I don't smart. Think, I don't think anybody's ever said that. Um, I could be lying. I want to say it could have been Alex Cooper, but I, I, lo- I love Home it. Depot. I heard it on a podcast. I don't remember which one. That's actually smart. My um, cause think about it. You probably you're the home. type of guy that you want to date <laughs> and you want to fix shit. Exactly. And, and you're a go getter. And maybe and if he can fix the house, he can fix you and like your personality. Uh, was that an attack on my personality? No, any of us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, we digress. You though. did say that Mystery Man was handy though. Just putting it Mystery out. Mystery Man is handy. I've seen him. He's, he fixed the door that he broke. He built like, me a place. he built me a desk. He he changed my tire when it was flat. Super very smart. handy. So handy. That's super cute. Michael I know. is, I don't know if Mike, anyone. I don't think Mike's not, anyone, Mike's not handy. I mean, the, the chest of drawers in my room. I can has confirm that he's not handy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we haven't thrown it away. It's just like, he, it's so he spent like lopsided. six hours spending this chest, like building this chest of drawers for me. And like the entire thing, you can't use it. Like you can't take a drawer out, but I've like left right. it there out of, cause I'm like, oh, like he tried, you know. A plus for effort. Yeah, it's a little wonky, but you know, it's fine. Wait, we have to tell the story of when we thought you were breaking into our place oh, in Dorchester. That's a good story. We do have to tell the story. Like you should tell it. Okay, well, I'll try to piece wait, it together. Maybe try to tell L- it. Wait, let me tell it, and then you All tell right, what. Left. Like you know, like when you see a movie and like yeah. they show both sides. Okay, so <laughs> I was at a work event. Um, Abby was at the work event too, BBJ. Um, oh yeah, like two years ago or before the pan- the the last one we had before the pandemic in the yeah. summer. It's like a huge event in the seaport, like big party, whatever. So I. I'm Ubering to Michael's and he lived with Zach on, you know, Button, Buttonwood. Buttonwood. They were the, the, bad, the, bad, the, the bad boys of Buttonwood. <laughs> mm. Not a cute name, but anyways. So I was Ubering there after the event and I had had like definitely a few drinks. I'd say like I wasn't like in my best shape, but. <laughs> you were not sober. No, I was like, I'm coming over whatever. So. I'm texting Michael. I'm like, hey, like I'm almost at your place. Like I'll be there in a second. Be there soon. Whatever. We got there. I get out of the Uber. I walk up to the front door. I knock on the door and I go to open it. I open the door and what I see is Michael and Zach standing there, <laughs> like with no shirts on. <laughs> Michael is holding a baseball bat. Zach is holding a steak knife, and they look like they're about to kill beat the shit out of me <laughs> and um, literally like exactly like he was about to stab me and i was just like what the hell i'm like a little drunk i'm like what the hell are you guys doing and they were like did you just try to break into our apartment i was like no literally terrifying anyways we all go to sleep under the impression or they were under the impression that i had broken into or tried to break in i didn't know why so 
the next day, wait, what what happened from your perspective? I don't even know. Like my bedroom, the way it was, was the deck window was directly behind my head when I slept. <laughs> and I'm just sleeping. I just hear knock, knock. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I just like roll over. And I just hear like, bang. it sounded like somebody had a gun and they were like banging on the window. I'm like, God. what the fuck? And I look over and somebody's like banging on the window. I'm like, holy shit. And I'm like, like she's saying, like I'm in my underwear. I run into my room. Did you say it sounded like someone was trying to lift the window Yeah, up? like they were trying to <laughs> break trying my, to break right behind my head, right behind my head. I, I run into Mike's room and I open the door. I'm like, Mike, somebody's breaking in. And he just looked at me like he had like seen an alien. He was like, <laughs> and he just sat in his bed and he stared. I was like, somebody's breaking in. And he got up. He's like, get a knife. I'll get the bat. <laughs> get a knife. Wait, I'll get the bat. Were you guys on the first floor? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, like, that's scary. Yeah, it was, it was the first floor. I wouldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't pay me to live on the first floor. But it was just like anything. a junkie that was trying, we went into yeah, the back deck and, the and there was like Chester, shitty like know. cigarette butts and like handprints. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> could have been me i was like if shannon's on the deck i'm gonna be fucking pissed honestly <laughs> though the funny part was that so the next day we went down to inspect we i was at this work event i was wearing like a red dress it was like kind of tight like i don't know like i was like dressed up for like a work event i was wearing like six inch heels whatever so it was also <laughs> like event. december or january was, like it was in the winter no no it was in the summer no it was in the winter i think bbj's in the summer maybe it was really? a different work um but the out if you look outside so like they had like a freaking like eight foot tall like fence yeah, this guy scaled to, the fence. That you had to go, so there was like a, a eight foot tall like fence that was like pointy on top that you'd have to like go over and then around and then climb up the stairs to their deck to then break into his room. So I saw it the next day and I was like, you idiots thought that me, <laughs> that Shannon drunk, five foot two, scaled up an eight foot wooden fence wearing a, a red dress. dress and heels and then i like tumbled over the at the edge of it ran up a deck and then tried to break into zach's room and i was like meanwhile michael's room was on the other side also on ground level and i could have just gotten into his window but like you thought that i broke in to the point where you guys like had a steak knife and were trying to like kill me thinking i, I wasn't broke thinking in. it was like the funniest thing ever honestly i wouldn't put it past you drunk i feel like drunk you could do that I, sober I, no shot there was but a part of you. me that was like without maybe, the heels without the heels of course yes. there was a part of me that thought maybe Maybe it was me. I, they, conv <laughs> they convinced me that I did it. And then Michael was like, okay, we found like. I thought it was you. I was like, there's no way some like, guy scaled the fence and worked his way up the stairs. They found like a fingerprint on the window. Oh, handprints, like sweaty, handprint, And it was like a big, yeah. it was a big handprint. They, like I put my hands against it and they were like, all right, it's not you. Like it Wait, came to that. that's terrifying. Yeah. So someone tried to. It was like some OJ Simpson bullshit. And they couldn't. You all right, PSA, lock your windows. Yeah. yeah and then after Shannon that, I was, like, I was like, all right, we are moving from, from Dot. Dot is, dot is a thing of the past. Then I stayed in Dorchester and the rest is history. Same. I've been there three we, plus years. Never broken into? No. Maybe oh my it was God, Michael. Let's not Somebody broke it. into my truck actually three weeks ago. Uh, yeah. Did they take anything good? Yeah. Oh. Wait, did they break like a window? No, I left. I you left, left it open for 30 minutes. Uh, you're asking for All the, for all it. the pity I had for you is gone. <laughs> it was lunchtime during the day in my Doesn't parking matter. spot. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Okay, so the last thing we want to do is we want to call up maybe like a friend or two of yours and just like see what their opinion is of you. Yeah, let's do it. So we're going to call Michael. Hey, Michael, you're on the podcast. We just wanted to call to see what your opinion was of Zach. Like if you could say a few things about Zach, what would you say for the podcast? Oh, man, really put me on the spot here. <laughs> I would describe him as a small business owner, <laughs> a homeowner, yep. a handman with a touch of scumbag. <laughs> oh. A touch of scumbag. Oh, Mike. But majority, good guy. Great guy all around. But, but kind of a scumbag. But yeah, with a lot but, of money? You know, definitely worth a lot of money. Okay. Okay. So high net worth. High net worth, for sure. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Michael. Bye, Michael. Bye. You were great. <laughs> Michael doesn't clearly I don't know if he could ever come on the podcast It'd be awesome on the podcast Alright we're gonna do get Chad. Next is we're gonna do Chad What's up Hey Chad you're on the podcast We were just calling to see If there's like if you could describe Zach As a realtor As a realtor As like a realtor and as a person Like what would you say Fantastic <laughs> That's my guy right there <laughs> How would you rate your experience working with him? <laughs> What's in the background? Uh, it's not. It's not Milan. If that's what you're asking. <laughs> you're watching Milan right now. Uh, no. <laughs> Chad, how would you rate your experience working with Zach? 
It was great. He helped me buy a $1.2 million property. <laughs> For $25,000 under asking a very hot market. No, okay, but rate it. One through ten, Dave Portnoy style. What? <laughs> I, can't I, can't, I can't talk with the music in the background. It's wild. <laughs> the Mulan in the background. <laughs> Is this going to be on the podcast? <laughs> You're live right now. Well, as a person, how would you describe Zach? <laughs> I'm a little concerned that this is going to be on the podcast. <laughs> Me too. Brad, good answers only. Um, muscular. <laughs> That's fair. That's very fair. Give us more, Chad. Do you think he's like a uh, good guy or like do you think he's kind of a scumbag? <laughs> no, he's he's the best guy. He loves Southie, which is cool. Everyone loves Southie. I do love Southie. <laughs> I have to hang up this music. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Chad. Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah, that was sweet. It was beautiful. Mm -hmm. I thought it was cute. Chad's a good kid. I thought it was good. Like, it was it was cute. Like, good things to say overall. Who are you calling now? I said one more call. Who is that? Your ex-girlfriend. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Bianca. Hi. You're on the podcast. Um, right, so, yeah, so we have Zach in the studio today and we were just wondering if you could describe zach in like a few sentences like what would you say about him because i know how close you guys are <laughs> oh yeah we're so close um <laughs> zach is i <laughs> i'm at a loss for words there's just so many things i could say about him <laughs> um zach is you know a one guy he, he, one place in the city that has city views and beachfront property, Zach. That's, a, that's a good point. A lot of people have said that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people do say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Bianca. Um, <laughs> okay, anything else? Um, life of the party. Really, really knows how to bring everyone together. Do you think he's good with the ladies? Like, Yeah, he's got that like side eye. Just like, I don't know, you know what that means. Just gives him the eye. And that sounds creepy. <laughs> he just gives him the eye. <laughs> I've seen it down in Miami. <laughs> oh, hey, what happens when Miami you? stays yeah. in Miami? Actually, he does have the eye when he sees a girl he likes. So one look from Brad, from Zach, Zach, from Brad. I don't even know what I'm talking about. One look from Zach, and that's it, basically. Yeah, that's it. It's game over. Okay. <laughs> I think that's fair. Thank you, Bianca. Love you, bye. That was my sister who like knows Zach a little bit, but not that well. <laughs> I think that was accurate. What yeah. do you think about like the things that your friend said about you? I think my friends are all good people. Yeah. Yeah. Mike's a good guy. Chad's a good guy. Bianca, great girl. Great girl. Yeah. Great, great family. <laughs> yep. Oh, all right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the pod. Hopefully you guys have learned something, whether or not you want to slide in our DMs or slide in uh, Zach's DMs. Can you tell them where to find you? At iCardi.Construction. Follow us. You'll learn a lot more than you'd expect. And, yeah. what, what about your personal Instagram? Zach can Icardi. Can you spell it out? Z-A-C-K. It's with the K. Zach. Sound it out. How would you spell Zach? It could be Z -A, Z A. A lot of people do C H. Sound it out. C K makes sense, right? Yeah. Okay. So what's sure. your what's your at? What's your at? Wait, how do you spell Icardi? Like we're asking how to spell Zach. Yeah, <laughs> can I finish? Z A C K, A as an apple, I C A R D I silent A Icardi, Zach Icardi. All right. Well, there you go, people. If you're looking to buy a house in the Boston area, it's Boston only. No, everywhere, anywhere. Oh. We'll go anywhere in Mass. Okay. If you're buy looking a house, build a house. Let me know. Okay, if you're looking to build, you heard him, build a house, buy a house in the Massachusetts area, hit us up, we can connect with him, or just slide in his own DMs. And if you're single and looking for a nice guy out there who makes some good money, definitely slide in his, <laughs> slide in his DMs. You'll Ru be. Rumor on the street is that he occasionally gets good tickets to some sporting events, so if that's what you're into... And if that isn't enough, you'll be adopted into our friend group. So, which I don't know if you want, but I <laughs> don't want that. <laughs> Thanks so much, Zach, for joining us and everyone else. Thank you for listening every single week. We appreciate you guys. Love you guys. And we will see you when we get back from our trips this weekend. Bye guys. Cheers. Thanks. Cheers. <laughs>